0: Welcome to Clear Thinking Out Loud, written and narrated by Mark Terrell of Uncommon Knowledge. Hi, I'm Mark Terrell of Uncommon Knowledge, and welcome to Deconstructing Double Binds, No Way Out. Three ways to help therapy clients escape the psychological catch-22. Imagine for a moment that you're a bomber pilot, and you're told that you don't have to fly dangerous missions if you're found to be mentally stable, that if all you have to do is to say that you're mentally stable and you'll be relieved of flying those fatal missions. But by saying that you're mentally unstable, you show yourself to be sane enough not to want to endanger your life by flying on the missions, because you're not crazy after all. So you might recognize this as part of the book that gave the English language the term Catch-22, when you're damned if you do and damned if you don't. Okay. But while some double binds or no-win situations are perfectly real, a great many are psychological constructs. That, that's to say that clients can think they're caught in a double bind when they're not, you know. So how double binds tie emotional problems in place. So a man who's bored and stagnant in his job may be too afraid to make a change. If he stays, he suffers. And if he leaves, he believes he'll suffer as well so he feels stuck. A woman wants to end her guilty affair, but fears that she'll remain unfulfilled in her marriage if she ends the affair. A person heartily wishes to be slimmer, but at the same time craves fattening comfort foods. A man wants to have sex, but fears he'll be unable to perform, and so avoids all sexual contact. Such apparent double binds are at the heart of so many emotional and psychological problems. Escaping or helping our clients escape a double bind requires, firstly, flexible thinking, a capacity to see beyond the obvious, a willingness to forego either or limitations. Here are three ways we can help our clients free themselves from the double binds trapping them. So firstly, number one, look For the payoff some people really do feel stuck of course but we should bear in mind that people can get accustomed to feeling like this which has a paradoxical effect even discomfort if it's a very familiar sensation can feel strangely comfortable better the devil you know so people can feel comfortable in uh, feeling stuck sometimes. If I am really am damned if I do, and damned if I don't, then that kind of lets me off the hook, doesn't it? A bit, you know, if it's something that I'm frightened of doing. I'm overweight because of my genes, could perhaps be a rather convenient double bind. Okay, Is the person getting an emotional payoff through being allowed so to speak, to feel as if nothing can be done for them. Ask your client in detail about all the benefits they'd imagined they'd have if the problem disappeared. If they struggle to think of any, but still keep on about how they're trapped, it may be that consciously or unconsciously, they want to remain stuck in some way. This doesn't mean that you can't help them, of course, but it does mean you'll at least know where you're starting from with this particular client. Number two, compromise. A man who desperately needed uh, more social contact was too fearful to go out to parties. Okay, So he's frightened to go to parties, but he's frightened of being alone and, and, and ending up by himself. So he was encouraged to go to an event for only 10 minutes and then leave, making the excuse that he had another engagement to attend. Okay, He found that once the pressure was off, because after all, he only had to stay for 10 minutes, he stayed for three hours. If we stop seeing problems in all or nothing ways, we'll often find the beginnings of a solution. Another typical double bind is being very anxious to sleep, but finding that the desperate desire for sleep drives sleep away. Untying this bind may be achieved through setting your client the paradoxical task of staying awake until a specified time or even all night. Okay. Then staying awake becomes the goal. The pressure to sleep is off, and they'll be more inclined to sleep, of course. trying Trying to go to sleep isn't the same as trying to stay awake when you're tired. There's always a compromise, always a third way of looking at a situation, and usually many more. Number three, change one part of the pattern. If you've ever played one of those um, sliding tile games, you know, the ones with the single gap where you have to try to make the sequence or picture, then you know that to change one part of the pattern, you first have to work on another part of it. And when you change one bit, the whole pattern changes. Helping your client feel differently about an apparent double bind will in itself constitute an escape from the claustrophobic prison of a no-win situation. Alternatively, rather than trying to tackle the whole situation in one go, we can just seek to make a start with a small alteration. For example, a woman who wanted to uh, quit smoking but feared putting on weight was encouraged to learn about the right type of nutrition to stay slim once she'd stopped smoking. She then made these changes to her diet and style of exercise before she quit smoking. In this way, one part of our life's pattern altered so that other parts, such as the smoking, now had room to shift, just like our solitaire board. We can't always choose what happens to us, but we can choose, or at least alter, to some degree, how we respond to the variations in life's rich pattern. So, I hope you found that useful. I'm Mark Tyrrell of Uncommon Knowledge, and if you'd like to uh, subscribe to my email newsletter, you can find it over at unc.com slash blog.